<laughs> oh, how are you doing? I'm grand. How are you? Yay. Ah, oh, <laughs> do you know, it's just so... And it, it suits you. Oh, thank you. It suits you so... Like, every time I see her in the background of your videos and things, I just think... It just, I love, I just love how your energy is just, oh, yeah. Ah, oh, it's gorgeous. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Like, literally everyone that I have a call with um, comments on her, so. Do you get tired of it? <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. Well, I'm always like, I know, I'm always like, no, it's amazing. Look, and I'm like showing different bits, so. <laughs> Oh, that's fab. I love that. Yeah, no, that's amazing. It really does. She suits you so well. And um she she like oh this is aesthetic, but I just I love your silver hair next to her as well. It's just oh so much. She Lovely. makes me look good, so you know, I appreciate her. <laughs> that's what it's all about, right? Wow. <laughs> Never so mind much. the deep stuff. <laughs> no, no, that's I thought that's what we're gonna talk about here. Like, you know, all the superficial stuff. Sorry, so you know. <laughs> it's all about looking good. Exactly. And there was me saying, just rock up in your pajamas. <laughs> well, actually, I had a photo shoot this morning with Becky, right? So <laughs> oh, amazing. So um Carly Unbound is featuring a lot in that. Oh, <coughs> I'm let coughing, it out love coughing with the superficialness <laughs> yeah it's like a furball <laughs> you know yeah. I've had, yeah I've had a little bit of that recently and I don't think it's particularly physical I think it is kind of more like ah gotta get it up yeah no definitely I've had like I don't get too much throat stuff now and it's but I've had it and it's not not all the time, but there's just something there. Like yeah. every now and again, I'll be like, oh, something happened, something going on there. I just need to. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. Through. Oh, well, Nicola, it is just lovely, lovely to chat with you today. I would like to know who is Nicola and how has she changed since she was a little girl, if at all? Oh, my goodness. That is, that is deep. It's really interesting because like, I've been journaling on truth this morning and my truth. And yeah, I was on a call with someone yesterday who's interested in writing a book and she just, she was talking about her story and just saying how she struggles with telling the truth like in her writing and it was like a throwaway comment almost just part of the conversation but that really like struck me thought, yeah. yeah I know that I know that so when you ask me who is Nicola who who am I oh my goodness sorry to start you just right in at the deep end I love it I love it and you know, my immediate response would be to say that I have changed a lot since I was little, but actually if I go right back to when I was 
like little little like those first few years then yeah I'm probably you know in a lot of ways very similar to that it's just the whole middle bit where there was a lot of <laughs> like adaptation and modifying myself and you know that place where I became like bound up in expectations yeah received expectations of what others wanted from me so you know what comes through I just asked the question who is Nicola actually the words like an artist came through I, I'm an artist I'm a creator you know which yeah all are but I'm able to say that now. yes yes there was a part of me even then when the word came artist I'm like oh, I can own being a creator but artist no because I don't do stuff like this you know yeah 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 <laughs> um and actually I am I am unbinding it's like continual unbinding that's happening as I'm speaking to you now like noticing the thing about the artist noticing yes. the thing about you know what is my truth it's like that continual process of um curiosity I suppose and noticing yeah. where I where I hold back and where I don't allow my truth to come through does that make sense definitely definitely I can totally relate to the whole process of you know there's always more there's <laughs> there's always more to to unbind ourselves from and it's mm. never done and that's okay actually because when I first kind of learned about this process um you know, I remember kind of really beginning to start to understand and expose myself to more kind of, you know, um, philosophies about energy and how it affects us and how we go through our own cycles and all the rest of it. And I honestly remember thinking, I've got to do this again. You know, <laughs> I've like been through so much. I've got to keep doing that. And um. And of course, as you as you kind of peel away and you and you kind of let go of more and you grow through it, it's not that it becomes easy, <laughs> but it there's a certain I don't know what what the right word is, but there's a certain level of acceptance and and surrender and also kind of acknowledgement that it's that it's temporary. Yeah that you know that on the other side of whatever hardship whatever challenge you're going through that it might be a little bit faster this time first of all that you have the tools that you know you might not necessarily follow them <laughs> or use them <laughs> but you have the tools and the understanding that of how to make it easier even mm. in a little kind of you know or quicker and then on the other side, there is going to be a level of growth and expansion as well. Yeah. And, um, and that somehow makes the whole process and the whole kind of spiraling again and again. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And actually, you know, I think I, or certainly as a part of me that resists answering the question, who is Nicola? Because I don't want to, 
I think in the past I felt boxed in by the like labels that have been um associated either I've kind of labeled myself or I felt labeled by others so I kind of I'm okay with like artist creator because it feels like there's there's a lot of movement there and exactly that's really important to me and that sense of freedom um yeah I don't want to no I love that and I think that's I think that's such a beautiful answer as well because that in you you saying that that gives other people permission to say well actually I don't need to label myself even if it's you know good labels well that's the thing yeah you know kind of exciting expansive labels it it still doesn't need to come down to that because we're so much more and we are always unless we intentionally or maybe sometimes unintentionally prevent ourselves we are always growing and changing Mm. so yeah I think I think that's such a lovely answer thank you you're welcome (laughs) And what would what do you think little girl Nicola would say about your journey? She would love the fact that I'm a writer. You know, that that's what I do and I get to spend my days kind of writing myself or working with other people, helping them to write, and that I'm surrounded by books. She would love that. Because yeah. she just that's that's what she loved doing she loved writing she loved reading yeah um, and I think you know that's that's what I always wanted to be when I was when I was little so little Nicola would be really happy with that um and what would she think what would she think I'm just kind of tuning into her. Do you know what? There's a part. It's quite interesting tuning in. Because I think from a very early age, like many of us, I was kind of taught um to kind of rein myself in yeah and I and only because you know that's what probably my parents have experienced in their lives when they were kind of being brought up yeah. so I'm not there's no kind of judgment here yeah um you know it's part of that kind of conditioning so I think little Nicola would like be a bit almost almost like asking the question oh but is that okay to be like you know oh, what you, what you, yeah. like, you know a little bit yeah you know when I tune into it that's um that's yeah. what I get and like I can let her know yeah it absolutely is okay but I think there is there is this um there is a still a little bit of that there that and is, is she okay? asking as well is she also asking what's it like because <laughs> that's what i think that's what my little girl would say it's like what's it like wow <laughs> but yeah and i think it's almost like difficult to comprehend i just 
I think the world we live in now, um, I think my little Nicola would find it quite hard to comprehend like what it's like. I think adult Nicola probably. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just about barely. <laughs> kind of like, hang on. No, completely. So I think there is, there's this almost sense of like little Nicola, like standing almost on the outside, like, is it okay to come in? Because it might feel a bit overwhelming. Yeah. Like, not just in terms of, you know, who I am and what, I, what I'm doing kind of on a day-to-day basis, but just, just this world. Like when I see her, she's in the forest because my, oh. my grandmother on my mum's side, she lived in the new forest. And so we used to kind of go down there every Saturday amazing when i see her she's there she's in nature so i think there'd be a part of her that's like oh i don't know i might just want to stay in the in the forest actually (laughs) you can come and see me there but i don't know if i want (laughs) to yeah because there's you know there's a lot of obviously there's a lot of responsibility with the work and the the paths that we've chosen as well in sharing it and that that can be super scary especially for you know I think of you know my little girl she um she would I was quite a loner you know Mm. I you know I had friends and stuff but I loved being I still do love being alone honestly but um but yeah that responsibility to kind of share yourself more and being so vulnerable in all that that entails as well I think I would have been quite terrified of the idea of that. And sometimes I still am. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and yeah, I definitely think that's, that's part of it because, you know, I was alone. Now. I love books. I love reading. Like, like little Nicola, she would just be there with her nose in a book, like reading, Same. you know? <laughs> so, and I do feel that sense of responsibility for myself and my own work. And also more so now because because of the Unbound Press and like yeah. the, the community of authors um, that we're growing there. Like I feel that sense of responsibility to them. You know, yeah. I want to be showing up to kind of showcase their magic as well and holding yeah. space for that. So, and I love doing it. But yeah, I, I think little Nicola would be like, what? I thought, you know, being a writer was just kind of like tucked away in a den somewhere yeah being in an attic just like with your notebooks and and some ink yeah (laughs) just venturing out into the world occasionally but (laughs) isn't it funny how we have I don't know maybe it's just me but we have those kind of Dickensian like notions (laughs) yeah yeah but even like back in the 70s I definitely think it was more like that than it is yeah yeah well yeah you know i think i think um i i say dickensian actually i think my image in my head is a bit like joe in um little women yeah. <laughs> yeah. and she just happens to kind of get her book published you know she just walks into somebody's office and they get and they like go yeah let's publish it happens all the time <laughs> oh uh, i like so one you're possibly your favorite word is unbound Mm -hmm. can you tell us what that means to you 
yeah. Um, well, it's definitely the word I use most. And I do, I do absolutely love it. And also some days I'm like, why did I ever choose to work with this word? <laughs> you know, the energy yeah. word, because it can be, um, it can be really fierce actually. And, yes. um, like the word unruly is coming up for me a lot for me lately and it can feel quite unruly kind of that um the energy of unbound but what it means to me is well i mean how i came to it in the first place i was working with my core de desired feelings um working yeah. through that process um with danielle laporte's book the desire map and the word like one of my feelings initially it was freedom but that just didn't do it for me it's quite woolly isn't it very woolly it just feels like i don't know very insubstantial i just couldn't yeah it, it you can't pin it, to it yeah with words if i don't feel them in my body then i you know, same yeah same so i was like looking through i think i actually had like an actual thesaurus so i was looking through it and one of the words I saw was unbound. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, yes, that does something. And I think it's like the freedom side of it is obviously important. But what's important for me is it kind of acknowledges the fact that something has previously been bound. Yeah. And actually, I had a really felt sense of that, like something literally just being unbound and that sense of relief yeah. that comes afterwards. Yeah. Um, and one of the definitions of unbound was without a cover or binding. Oh, wow. It relates to books as well. And at the time, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't an author myself and I didn't know that my future kind of lay so much in books, but I just loved that definition. Yeah. And, and the sense that it can be this continual process of unbinding as well. That's really important to me. Mm. It's not static. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it might just be that little release, you know, just something like really small is unbound. Off your bra. But, well, yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's you know, great. how good yeah, that, that feels. Cool. Yeah, totally, totally. Oh yeah, no, I I totally I I really love your use of it as well. It's just it just relates to so much. I think of the feminine that it has been tied up for centuries, and um, that we are, yeah, it is. About, <laughs> it's burn all our bras. Uh, it is it is about that releasing of the feminine into the softness and the you know, the kind of our innate wisdoms and allowing all of that, allowing it all to be expressed mm. because we haven't been allowed. And it's been so even just covertly suppressed and bound up so that we've accepted it. You yeah. Know, just like we've accepted wearing bras, which, you know, nothing against them. I'm wearing a bra top today, but you know, it is what it is. It's, yeah, there's so much that we are continually just trying to kind of uncover about the feminine aspects of ourselves and re 
acknowledging. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And remembering. Remembering. I do feel it's a process. This process of unbinding is a process of remembering. Um, Like really just coming back to who we truly are. Uh, And... And kind of, it's, it's interesting, I can't think of the right word to use here, but there's almost a part of me that's grateful, like for the journey that I've been on and the, and the bindings that I kind of picked up along the way, because that sense of release is yeah. like so much more powerful because I know what it was like to have you know to feel bound and also you know as I'm saying this I'm like so aware that I'm uh you know a white cis kind of able-bodied work you know yeah so you know when I'm talking about being bound it's very much through that lens yes um but yeah that almost kind of physical sense of something being released is yeah, and actually, I don't wear bras anymore. <laughs> Maybe I just like a bra top. I can try to go for, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so when I was, um, I think part of my unbinding, honestly, was in so many ways going through my my massive healing crisis, and I couldn't wear a bra or even a crop top or anything because my skin was so sensitive. Mm um all I could wear was like really loose kind of or sometimes quite tight but it had to be pure cotton yeah pure woven cotton so it was breathable and um yeah I had so even when I started back teaching yoga again I I wasn't wearing a bra (laughs) and actually the irony of it is guys or rather girls is that your breast tissue and your all of the kind of muscles and everything they learn to support themselves it's amazing how the body does this isn't it like who knew (laughs) and i I say that as a big breasted woman and Mm -hmm. i always have been so there's no excuse I get that feeling of sensitivity. I can't believe we're just talking about boobs now, but no, no. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like our bodies will always kind of let us know in one way or another. Um, so yeah, I completely <laughs> like the thought of actually wearing like a proper bra, like I used to wear back. I in used the- to wear underwear bras. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. And I wouldn't wear, honestly, I wouldn't wear anything else. I was like, bras are the way forward. I used to love wearing corsets. Yeah. And I just think about all of that now. And I was like, I just, you know, I have a corset actually still in my closet. And I'm in my closet. I never call it that. (laughs) But it just, that word popped out. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Literally in my closet. And I I just look at it and I think, I'm never going to wear that again. Because unless I'm like really dressing up you know pantomime style for something (laughs) when are we gonna get to do that again who knows i just i hate that feeling of constriction i really hate it yeah literally i can feel it as you're talking about it it's like no 
not for me bonkers and that wasn't <laughs> totally so long ago I, I actually I had it made for me it wasn't just off the shelf it was I had it especially made by a really amazing um seamstress but uh yeah it's just sitting there now and I feel really bad but it's so interesting isn't it how things can shift like quite quickly um yeah and you know I know when I started on this path you know when I left my job in finance and kind of yeah. started um the process of retraining or just trying to find my way like what do I, do I want to do and when I look back at myself then or even like you know a few years ago when I was like dyeing my hair and yes. you know just like physically I felt and looked very yeah and yeah I just it's not that I don't wouldn't want to do that now but I just couldn't and it's the yeah. same with like the the bra thing like our bodies yeah. just go no I can't or the yeah. course, I can't I couldn't do that anymore so yeah. we kind of reach these points I think where it's like actually there's there's kind of no going back from that yeah there's a, there's a clear boundary and I think definitely yeah. that comes with um getting older for for mm. most of us i what i do wonder about you know the kind of the generation who are in their late 20s kind of going through their 30s now whether it's the same for them or or different i don't know whether it's just some you know that kind of cycle of of kind of saying right no i'm, I'm just gonna say no to all of that stuff i used to say yes to or whether some of that is excuse me <clears throat> is just part of our society now as well is that actually this stuff isn't okay it's not okay to say you know it's unhealthy like this this is quite superficial but actually not because it's our bodies yeah it's unhealthy to wear a bra because yeah. you know it cuts into your lymph nodes and and all the rest of it and um is it, it are we now as a society actually saying out loud these things are not okay and, I'm, and we're going to say no to them or is that part of just aging I don't know a bit of both I do feel there's generally like a greater sense of questioning yes um I don't know there's almost two sides to it because like you can look at social media and just see there's so much kind of um superficiality out there but also i just think there is as well this kind of rising up of of truth and realness and yeah. and that's i mean i've noticed it for myself more as i've got older um but i i see it in a lot of young people now as well and it's like yeah like yeah. That, that gives me a lot of hope i mean i'm perimenopausal at the moment as well so i think you get to a point where it's like yeah it's like your body just won't let you <laughs> do anything that doesn't feel aligned or good or if you try and override that you know that what you the symptoms you can experience are so kind of uncomfortable it's like hang on i've got to listen to 
yeah definitely. listen to my truth now mm. yeah it's so interesting yeah you become so well attuned i think not everybody you know i, I definitely know people who they talk about some of the, the, the kind of symptoms in their life and that's not just necessarily um you know bodily symptoms and it's the same things i hear every time i talk to them <laughs> so it's kind of like well what's changed what what are you kind of you know moving through how are you moving through that or so yeah it's not it's not all of us no but i'm not surprised about that because we're conditioned you know to look at things in a certain way and also not to not to recognize our own power and how we can you know move through things um often you know if we are experiencing symptoms that it's not something that's just happening to us that we can kind of like listen to the the message that's there yeah. so yeah I think and maybe now more than ever like that conditioning is so strong <laughs> that you know just listen to um yeah you know yeah well and it's hard it's it is no you're right it is really I think I can be a bit blase about it sometimes because I feel like I've got to that point where especially having gone through a massive massive healing crisis that it just inverted my whole world you know and <clears throat> I think there's just so much from that that I learned to really see clearly and you know more and more and more every year and when you start to see that for yourself you can't unsee it mm -hmm. yeah and when you've especially when you've experienced it you know it's not just kind of seeing it through somebody else's eyes or or opinions or beliefs you know it's not just kind of following celebrities and their views it's it's really experiencing it for yourself and um yeah that's that's where the the real kind of change it just kicks in it just has to yeah absolutely i definitely think there's a timing piece to it because i know for me like i've like i could have read something or seen something or seen someone talking about something like over and over again yeah and it just doesn't land it doesn't yeah. land and then all of a sudden I'll see exactly the same thing. And it's like, okay, I'm yeah. ready to receive this now. And it, I, you know, again, I can feel it in my body. Like, yeah, yeah, my body's responding to this. And it may not be that I've kind of had a particular symptom or experience, but it's just, I don't know what it is, but suddenly something gets activated and it's like, oh, okay. And I've, I think I've learned to to trust that more for myself. Yeah. I think in the past I maybe judged myself for that, or maybe judged others. You know, it's like, well, why why aren't they listening to this? Or you know, why aren't they able to see it like this? And like you said, I think we need to like we have to have our own experience and 
yeah and I'm not quite sure exactly <laughs> like I said how that timing piece works but and like really noticing that more and more how like my body will let me know when the time is right for something yeah and trusting that rather than trying to override it yeah yeah no I absolutely agree with that is there so on that note is there um <clears throat> like maybe this happens to you regularly or maybe you can kind of pinpoint a specific time where you just felt so deeply connected to your own core truth that it was beyond beyond mind beyond kind of analysis beyond all of that and it was just so deeply felt in your body i think times like that for me I think it pretty much always happens when I'm in nature actually and it's not when I'm doing anything but very much in that being place and yeah. it's interesting because then that reminds me of little Nicola like she's in nature she's just like why would you want to not be in nature you know <laughs> <laughs> so she's definitely kind of on to something there but those are the moments when I'm when I'm not thinking about, well, what do I need to do? Or like, I'm not even in creative mode. It's just yeah. like literally in that place of being. And those are the moments. And it might be, oh, it's gonna sound a bit cheesy now, but you know, like seeing like, or hearing a bird singing or, you know, seeing yeah. like something in nature and just feeling that deep sense of connection to myself and all that is kind of when I just got out of the way of myself exactly. <laughs> yeah 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 no I, I get that yeah absolutely and it's like oh she's gone offline I can actually pay attention yeah <laughs> exactly you know and I think that's why um, or certainly one of the reasons why I love kind of getting out into nature and by nature I mean like you know even if it's just like to the local up to the common near where I live and just kind of having uh, a walk for half an hour or an hour yeah. you know that I need that I need that space and it might just be you know a couple of minutes out of that where I feel this sense of of connection and it probably doesn't happen every day to be honest yeah. <laughs> definitely not but um yeah and just recognizing how powerful those moments are and maybe not having the expectation that they're going to happen all the time or trying to make them happen yeah but like though I was just having a conversation with a friend actually and just like talking about space and time and like always needing to leave more space or wanting to leave more space and how everything happens in the space you know we think it happens in the doing and it yeah doesn't yeah. it happens it happens yeah, in those space. moments when we're 
yeah we're out of the way <laughs> i love i love this is one of my um my kind of pet um topics because one of the the biggest things that i explore in my work is space with people and the permission that we do or don't give ourselves space to in my work for example not just to move our whole body but to allow complete freedom of movement which means you've got enough space so that you're not knocking against things mm. when you expand but also you have that energetic space as well and i really think that space these days to us is seen as such a luxury in terms of that personal space i don't care how big your house is it's nothing to do mm. with that it's about how you allow that freedom of movement or you don't and that can be as simple as honestly you know the way you hold yourself mm. and you know do you get up and stretch and kind of you know really stretch or kind of jump around and like take up space or do you just kind of go yeah <laughs> you know what I mean? it's kind of like because I, I do feel that that energetic component in particular um can be so contracted Absolutely. and you know we all go in and out you know regularly through cycles and we can intentionally expand that bubble around us or we can intentionally for for needs of safety or nurturing we can contract it a little as well mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with that but it's about learning about how that feels and how it affects you and um and that i do think that permission piece is huge huge and like you were saying about um <clears throat> giving yourself that space to kind of um let things process let ideas or nuggets or downloads or whatever you want to call them to process so that you're not just kind of going well what can i do with this no all the no. time exactly you've got you've got to give them space <laughs> you know yeah. to to kind of evolve and grow and or not you know it's fine yeah. maybe it's just kind of for that moment that we don't have to be doing something with every little idea that comes through yeah. And that's been a big piece for me. Yeah. Um, I think because it took me a long time to kind of connect with, I don't know, my intuition, like higher set, whatever it is. Um, I would think like every little thing that comes through, oh my God, I've got to write something about that. I've got to share it. Yeah. I've got to kind of, you know, create something around it. So sometimes it's just for you. It's just for that moment and you don't, and there will be more. You don't have to follow mm -hmm. every little thing. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah and trusting again trusting the timing of things and that um actually leaving that space can be even more powerful than just continually kind of acting on things yeah yeah no i totally agree with that as well that's definitely something i'm still working on in terms of well, i've got all these ideas and i was up at 3 a.m you know downloading this stuff so i've got to do something with it and actually sometimes it is just a stepping stone to the next thing that 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 really does just kind of unfold naturally and um 
and is easy to expand into and you don't have to kind of go well how do I do this because it it's yeah it's just part of that process and the energy of it in some way will be infused into kind of whatever you are creating yeah kind of next um and I've really learned to trust that with books we don't need to put everything into them like people will experience (laughs) (laughs) you really don't (laughs) people will yeah you know experience or have a sense of everything that you've experienced like during the writing process from your words even if you're not kind of like going into all the detail like people will receive what they need so yeah um, yeah it takes a lot of the pressure off <laughs> yeah yeah and I think the the thing that I really struggle with is with um with the verbal modality is because it's so closely linked with our critical mind mm. is to turn that part off as much as possible because mm. and it is and it is possible i've definitely had those moments but i find with my visual work it's so much easier just to go into that completely embodied intuitive energetic space and just and just literally just sink into it you know it's it's not saying that my mind goes offline completely but it's it's so much quieter it's so much easier to um to tune it out whereas when i'm writing it just seems to be a constant companion yeah <laughs> it's, it's like sitting right there and then um, kind of like nattering away going do you sure you want to use that word <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely i get that i think that's why i tend i tend to write in like really short bursts and then when i notice kind of the more critical mind um yeah it's like okay i'm done for now and i'll very often yeah that's it i don't want you involved um and very often i'll go for a walk first so i'm like really kind of in that place of connection then come back and write but if i notice and I don't always notice it, but when I do, like I can feel that the critical mind is creeping in. I'll just I'll name it on the page. I'll be like, hang on, like what's going on here? Like I notice myself kind of judging that word yeah. that I'm using, or and I literally just write it onto the page and can almost have a conversation with oh, wow. my critical mind. Like there's something coming up for me, um, and I kind of encourage writers to do this like that's rather than think oh it's like just bring it onto the page wow yeah where that leads and very often that can like you know just kind of clear it again you kind of can move yeah around all through it sometimes not and it's like okay sometimes i'll write little um you know they're like the little post-its you can put in i can't remember like they're called comments or something but yeah little post-it notes basically in your writing so you can highlight a section and sometimes i will i'll say this word isn't quite right but i can't find the right word but it means kind of this yeah (laughs) and so just so i can come back to it yeah rather than that sticking in my brain and going that's not right yeah and maybe when you come back to it, you realise it is right. Yeah. <laughs> so sometimes I've definitely had that experience. I'm like, oh, you know, I can't, can't quite find the words. Yeah. But I'll just kind of get something down and then I'll come back to it. And it's like, oh no, that's, that's okay, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
or like you say the words come later but yeah I think the thing is to keep that sense of movement like as you you know talking about in the body as well like if we can keep ourselves moving on the page as much yes. as possible without kind of really going over everything and analyzing it then yeah. that's that's the freest place yeah no that's lovely and um so what's your process then when you write can you share a bit about that yeah it varies like if I'm working on a book I know like generally what the theme is going to be um then I will it, it really varies actually I'm trying to make sense of it <laughs> no, I've written a book about writing but still yeah <laughs> it really does depend on the day to be honest um because you know there will be times when I'm showing up every day for my writing uh, you know particularly if I'm working on a book um but it is for me that they're always relatively small kind of chunks of writing time so it might just be like half an hour a day or something yeah and I just come to the page I write by hand because for me yes like initially certainly I I need it to come through yeah that way I just have more of a felt sense of the words and a, a deeper sense of connection and I really just I do usually just try and get out of the way as much as possible and literally be like right what wants to come through today even if I'm working on a book there might be times towards the end where I'm bringing everything together and I'm like okay I feel like I need to write something about I don't know whatever it is mm. um to like make make more sense of this and kind of help the reader journey but for a long time it's just like well what wants to come through um and literally just asking that question on the page and just letting the words come wow trying not to judge them as much as possible <laughs> yeah and then you know trusting that it will start to kind of form a coherent whole at some point but not yeah. having that expectation that it will come through in a linear way like so allowing it yeah. to be non-linear like you know maybe that feels like i'm jumping around all over the place and that's okay yeah um so so yeah it's a very kind of intuitive approach which is yeah it can be really challenging and i found it really i couldn't really do it in any other way when i first you know when i came to write my first book all of the advice out there just felt much more kind of structured and linear and like you've got to yeah. have a plan and everything and i just the more i tried to do that the more restricted i felt so yeah i was like well i'm just going to approach this like i would like if i was just kind of journaling yeah I know it's not journaling because like this is for my book um so it did have a different quality or i had a different relationship with it but it was just like i'm just gonna see what wants to come through that's amazing i really really love that approach and again that really just it 
it's it's allowing that feminine kind of aspect of ourselves out and I really relate to it as well because I have struggled so much with um feeling like and I think partly because the publishing world you know across all media has been quite a masculine led environment Mm -hmm. therefore you know everything that they require is very structured and very kind of you know even down to kind of send us a book proposal and it's got to have all of these things in it and um yeah I've been really sucked into all of that and yes it can help definitely Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, I needed to go through the process of writing a book proposal for myself um, to kind of to delve into all of the aspects of it that I wasn't willing to look at before. Yeah. So things like, you know, marketing myself and, and who I really am and, you know, all of that kind of stuff is just kind of when I'm when I'm just sharing my message, I tend to kind of go, I can't be bothered with all of that. Mm -hmm. I'll just focus on this little piece of me. And actually you do need the whole picture. So I think it was useful for me in that respect, but, but, but it also stifled me. Mm. Um, I think I might've said this to you recently that, that actually part of it was once I'd done the book proposal and some sample chapters and all of my kind of, you know, I had the whole book outlines, um, all of the chapter headings, everything had had the whole vision there. And so in a sense, I felt like I'd written it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of like, well, I'm just going to move on now. Yeah, exactly. I'm kind of done. So what? You mean how do you have to write it? No. Yeah. It took the sense of mystery out of it. And, you know, particularly as creative, like creative beings, which we all are. Um, I think deep down we love, I don't know, it's kind of like a, a two sides to this as well. Like in some ways we love, you know, there's this kind of conditioned need for everything to be known, but there's yeah. a part of us who loves that sense of the unknown and exploration and mystery. And when we start from this place where it's all mapped out and we know exactly what we're doing and we've just got to show up and write those chapters and we know what the chapters are and what's going to be in them and like who it's for and how we're going to share it. And it's like, mm, it doesn't feel Yeah, bad. you're so right. <laughs> that, honestly, you've hit the nail on the head. That is just absolutely spot on because I'll tell you that um, I'm also just, just, to kind of just as a hobby and um and something to keep you know some of my spark alive i'm writing some fiction at the moment as well and i kind of pop in and out of it usually on a sunday afternoon or something but whenever really and um and i do have a vision for it but it's all in my head yeah you know i have some notes but it's kind of it's just sparks of things it's nothing particularly linear I honestly don't really know where it's going, but I know what the elements of it are. And when I go to write a piece, it's, it's, it's very much like, this is the bit I want to write today. Yeah. And it could just be like a little, t- the tiniest little scene or, you know, kind of 
description or whatever it is and I love that because it's <laughs> for me it's kind of it's kind of like you know when you have a really good book to read yeah and you don't know where it's going and you just yeah. immerse yourself in it it's kind of like that except I'm ready <laughs> exactly but that's the way it can be and how amazing is that yeah um because then you're feeling like really excited as you're writing it which means your reader will feel that as they're reading it as yeah. well so yeah it's like you take yourself on like your own little magical mystery tour and you don't <laughs> quite know where it's going to end up um that's you know that's what I'm kind of interested in that approach to writing which is not for everybody and yeah there are times you know when you need more structure and it's helpful to um you know know who the book is for and how you are going to be sharing it in the most powerful way and all of those things yeah. absolutely but I think if we can keep ourselves in that kind of really creative fertile um mysterious place yes magical place for as long yeah. as possible then yeah that you know that's that's when you start to bring through kind of ideas that you could never have imagined you know if you were just sitting down yeah kind of map it all out so yeah absolutely and i you know in my fiction specifically but at other times as well you know i've I've written things and I didn't know they were coming out. I was yeah. like, and you kind of go, oh, where did that come from? <laughs> I love that so I much. I love that. Yeah, you literally don't. And it's the same when I'm painting, honestly. That's, that's yeah. is I have an energetic intention behind it. And I might have some ideas of colors and such to go with that. But other than that, it really is very much, I'm just in it. And yeah. A channel if you like yeah 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 exactly exactly I think you know the most powerful or one of the most powerful questions you can ask yourself like when you're starting to write a book or wanting to write a book is where's well, two like how how do I want to feel as I'm writing this you know and it might not be that you want it to feel mysterious you know that may not be the case <laughs> I'm just talking like <laughs> a magical that might not be you know whatever it is for you and also how do you want your readers to feel like if someone picks up your book how do you want them to feel and then like right from that place what's going to help you to feel like that how can you infuse your words with yeah. those qualities yeah and thinking too much about the content as you're yeah absolutely oh yes oh so so on board with all of that and you have <laughs> such a an amazing like expanding ever expanding group of writers now as well which yeah. must be i mean just looking at that and knowing that you've grown that how does that feel it feels i mean it definitely feels to me like the unbound press is an entity of its own um which is how i think of books like they all have their own kind of like an essence of their own and you get yeah. to kind of collaborate with them but it feels i don't know i'm just so i'm just so grateful that i get to get to do this and to hold yeah. space for it and it's interesting 
as kind of a publisher, which is, I don't think of myself as a publisher. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, for me, the most, or certainly one of the most important things about the Unbound Press is that like commute that it's a community yeah. rather than a, a publishing company kind of yeah. by itself. Um, but I'm just really interested, you know, we were just talking about ways of creating, of painting and writing books. I'm interested in like a different approach to publishing as well. And one that's got space for like not knowing like not having to have it all mapped out at the beginning and I love having conversations with authors when they're just like you know I just know that I need to write a book or I want to write a book and I'm not quite sure what it's going to be about but you know I've kind of got these sparks of ideas I'm like yes I love that like let's go on the journey together and see where it leads us um so yeah it's just it's such it's such a joy and you know I've said this right since the beginning when people were coming to us who were interested in being authors I don't know where this journey is going to take us it's like ever evolving and what the Unbound Press might kind of grow or evolve into but it's there's this sense of like alchemy because it's like this process of co-creation that each of the books stands alone but they're all part of this greater whole as well so it's just lots of potential for magic basically which is just I love incredible. it I love it yeah no absolutely yeah you I think honestly you for me the Unbound Press is um is like an up-to-date much more magical hay house I really, I really feel that, that, um, and I don't know if that's something you'd agree with, but I really feel like it's, for, yeah, for me, it, it has that place of being so authentic and so soul driven. Yeah, yeah. I, I completely get that, that kind of, um, that correlation and, I think for for me, what's and I'm not saying this this doesn't happen at Hay House, but I think with a more traditional publishing model, there's always the the kind of question of okay, well, what's going to be mm. what's going to be most successful, exactly, what's going to be yeah. most marketable. So what I love about like the model we have at the Unbound Press is that we're able to trust like the books that are coming through without having to kind of put them into this box where it's like okay this is yeah that's gonna that's gonna be on the new york times bestseller that's gonna sell 100 million copies or whatever yeah 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 it's kind of the most important thing like i said like community is important but also that for each author who works with us like it's their the truest essence yeah of what they're wanting to share that comes through and it's it's not going to be kind of watered down to make it more um marketable it's like no trusting yeah. I love it, that. yeah it will work the magic that it's meant to work um when it's coming through in its truest form so yeah that's something that's really important to me yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that is so so powerful 
and such a wonderful, wonderfully powerful note to, to finish up on. And I, I would just like, in relation to that, to ask you, what is, what is one thing you wish that everybody just knew? Not, not necessarily even in their heart, but it was just so obvious to them that perhaps it isn't right now. That, that they're creative, actually. You know, that they have that power available to them at any time. Like, we're all creative. It took me a long, long term yeah. time to um, learn or remember that about myself. Yeah, same. So, yeah. Yeah, that they're creative. Oh, wow. Yeah. Ah, thank you, Nicola. That is just, ah, it's been so, so, so joyful to chat to you today and to see your lovely face again. <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Zoe. It's been amazing. I've really enjoyed it. And, and thank you as well. <laughs> <laughs> Carly Unbound that's behind me. Just such. Well, you know, she's described perfectly the energy you were talking about as well, that kind of unruliness. <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. That unruliness is definitely coming through strongly at the moment. So maybe, maybe that's, she's activated that since she's been here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But the um, the chaos is needed, right? Yeah. We need that chaos in order because if everything is perfectly balanced all the time, then nothing really changes or grows or or exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's where the magic is. Um, definitely, we do cool. need it. I just need to remind myself of that quite regularly. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, it's been the year for that, for a certain. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. Oh, Nicola, where can we find you? Um, the best place, you can come to my website, nicolahumber.com, and that's got links through to the Unbound Press as well. Or on Instagram, I'm at Nicola Humber. That's my... Um, my favorite place to hang out on social media yeah. yeah cool awesome thank you so much it has been such a pleasure honestly and um i hope to have many more chats with you oh, me too